0: hey guys welcome back to the emoji podcast with your host ro here today i have a very 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 special guest um she's a uh, fitness motivation well for me personally she has a fitness motivational page she's also a huge selena gomez fan please welcome mariah
1: i'm still eating Hi. <laughs>
0: I love that, I'm still eating. Sorry, just,
1: like, jumping down while you were doing the intro, trying to eat as fast as I could.
0: Oh no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. Mm. It's a great start though. <laughs> oh. What sandwich are you... you having, by the way? <laughs> what sandwich are you having, by the way? Out of Peanut butter jelly. Oh, nice.
1: Peanut yes. butter jelly time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all I. Eat. That's all I eat every oh. every day. I eat like two of them a day. It's oh wow! So, it's so bad. Well, because I can't afford anything else.
0: Oh, so, oh okay. Oh, that's all is I it? Eat. Is it just because? Is it? Um, oh, are you have you, you got a a job or?
1: No, I lost my job due to COVID.
0: Ah damn. Yeah, okay. a lot of people having that, but I know. yeah, stick at it. <laughs>
1: Hmm. I'm, okay, go ahead and ask your questions because okay. I'm, I'm looking so funky. <laughs> it's, it's, all right. yeah, it's all
0: right. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Mariah, brought you here today to just to discuss, um, as you know, the U.S. elections, the elections in America, are literally next week. They're literally yeah. on the 3rd of November next week. I've and first of all, I wanted to ask you: uh, Have you voted? Of course.
1: <laughs> um, my ballot should be completely in within the next few days. Um, I had to do an absentee ballot from Florida to Illinois, so it's it's taken a little bit. But yes, it is. It, I'm I have voted. And I'm really excited.
0: Very good. That's all we like to hear. Um. I've just been trying to get people to vote because I can't vote um, because of course I don't live in America which sucks and I'm like oh no so I'm like vote vote please vote. vote vote vote
1: I think that's so awesome coming from you knowing that like it doesn't necessarily affect you as much as it affects us so the fact that yeah. you're being so- you're you're putting your heart into something knowing that many of others are being affected is so important and that means a lot as well,
0: well yeah um, and I think it's because I have like a, a lot of friends and family there so that's why it kind of means a lot the whole landscape of the whole election and you know what happens after this is really critical because of course there's going to be change and you know whoever wins it's going to have a huge impact on the whole of the country in other words because america's like a a big country you know
1: yes and it's scary because if one wins a lot of hatred comes out and i feel like that hatred or the mean side of people was completely diminished until this person was elected because this person he promotes hatred and he promotes racism, bigotry, and just awful awful things. So these people, when they see that their leader is like this, that's when their true colors come out. So um, I'm scared of who's going to be elected. Um, But just know that if you voted for him, we won't forget that after this is over. Mm -mm. like the hatred is still there and will always i will always remember what you voted for and who you stood behind and who you didn't care about because you were so selfish about those the minorities in your life sorry i don't know if that made sense
0: yeah yeah no i totally like uh get what you mean because of you know said president um or you know of said person that has promoted um a lot of hate in america because i've never seen like the country being so divided as it is now because you know there's a lot of things happening with uh the police brutality that i think is is still going on for quite a while uh the hatred of racism The hatred of you know color of division, politics, everything, Um, everything that you can possibly think of is now, you know, being put into play and is just destroying, you know, America as a whole. And I think this is why this election is really, really critical to get the right decision and then to get the right people in and then to get you know American movement again because this is it's not going to be a quick fix I don't think but it's gonna you know be at least one step towards the road to a longer recovery and obviously now with the higher high high unemployment rates and the people living in poverty it will be like you know a huge boost to see you know whoever wins of course
1: I and okay so that's the pro- okay, so I guess I'm going to relate this to something one of my friends have said. When Amy Coney Barrett got elected into the Supreme Court, um, us people in the LGBT community were, were, were scared right now. We are absolutely petrified. We are very fearful for our rights and I was talking to one of my friends about it and I was like, I'm really scared, what do you think? And she said, well, it just kind of seems like a lot of people aren't really against gay marriage anymore. And I was like, okay, but they, they're coming out more and more as we continue to elect these people who are against it. So these people who were hidden behind the scenes that weren't talking about any of this are now talking about it and now are promoting this hatred and that's why this election is very crucial and why we need to elect, I understand that that doesn't get rid of the people who are homophobic or racist they'll just go back into hiding and I think that that's what we need because by this hatred being outspoken it's being um that's what's kind of dividing us although i don't think that i think that these people need to educate themselves but i don't think that they ever will i don't think that they care enough because it doesn't affect them they don't care about us as individuals um so i mean it's kind of one of those things is if you can't be nice just be quiet and they aren't being quiet because this president and the people he is electing is very vocal about their hatred Mm. so i just it's unacceptable and i can't even believe that there are people who are racist or homophobic or sexist Mm. i and i can't believe that i'm even saying like just hide it better because you're just you're hurting others in the process Mm. but no one's being quiet i i can't i i don't know how to like say what i'm trying to say because like it sounds so bad um because I guess no matter what we do, we're not going to be able to stop anybody that feels the way that they do. But I think the vocalization of the way that they feel or their hatred is what's dividing us because we all just want equality. And we just like on our end, we love everybody for who they are, regardless of their background, their culture, their race, um, who they're interested in. Whereas I think that these people want to they're they're white men or really weird white women that just for some
0: reason Mm. and I think that's like really you know bad in that case and I kind of want to touch about this um this obviously there's this thing of you know a lot of people I feel that are in power that just need to go they need to leave so there's like a lot of like i'm not gonna be you know i'm not gonna try and be discriminative or or racist in any sort of way but a lot of like like white men um who are using their views or their power to uh, promote um division to promote racism to prevent homophobicism homophobic behavior um you know to stir hate and just create a place where there are just two sides or multiple sides that are fighting and just creating you know unnecessary unnecessary drama just need to go and you need to have people who believe in the future of america that's one Uh, to believe in an equal america for everyone and three just to look at the topics that american people you know like us and like everyone else truly care about because we're at a stage now where things are becoming so 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 dire that I've never seen such um, a huge like appeal I've never seen so many votes in an American election for a very long time which should show you the importance of this um, election Um, wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh, yeah, I've been I've been really keeping up to date. And I under with the polls, I understand that you can't necessarily always believe in the polls. Um, Obviously, the last election was what kind of told us that but I've been keeping up to date with the polls. And whereas Hillary had a three point lead over Trump last time, Biden has a seven point lead. And like I said, still go vote. If no matter what if you're watching this go vote no matter what make it real make it real so we don't have to go through this again but um it's really it's really looking good for biden and i'm already i already feel that this country is gonna it's gonna start going more left um if this makes sense um the republicans are gonna start going a little more left because no offense but a lot of Republicans are old and they're just going to start dying. Like, they are. A lot of people that have those very conservative values are starting to go because yeah. they're much older. So I feel like Republicans are going to go a little more on the left and then the Democrats are going to go more over to like to the far left. So I feel oh, like it's going to be kind of right-leaning leaning democrats versus very 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 left democrats. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's where our country's going to start to go after this. I don't I don't see these hardcore conservatives going into office anymore.
0: Yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, and I kind of you know agree with that because I think I saw a post on Twitter just saying what the, what the balance was in play right at the minute and i can't echo your words enough like do vote because may, even with like a seven point lead it's actually great but at the same time it can be very uh, risky and in that sense because you know even with all these uh, lead points it can just turn like and when it comes to election day you, like a lot, I know a lot of Americans are going in uh, to vote on the day, so it can just switch in a matter of minutes like that, and it can, you know, make it more, more nervous for both sides.
1: I think that the way that they go with the, um, with the, um, why can't I think of the words with the polls. I think that what they're doing is they go by what we are registered as. And there are some states that allow you to register the day of. Um, so I think that they're going based off of whether a person is registered a Democrat or registered a Republican. And I think that that's how they're basing their polls. I'm not entirely sure where they get all of the information that they do because if they can't see, what people are voting, I don't see how they would have accurate polling information. So um, I guess, yeah, we're gonna have to see. But a lot of Republicans have lost their respect for Trump because he really let this country down. He really, even 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 the people who are hardcore conservative, they're really upset with the way that he's handled COVID. It, the fact that he said, I take full responsibility, but it's not my fault. I don't under, okay, um, I, I'm very up to date with this and it just makes no sense to me um, how, he, how he could say, I'm, I fully take blame, but it's not my fault. He knew way ahead of time and he should have dealt with it right then and there. He was saying it was going to end by Easter. What? it's November and it's starting to rise up again. The cases are rising again.
0: It's like so a s- yeah, it's like a second wave because uh, beginning of January, he said that this this case is not uh, it's not, not real, it was just a little virus. In uh, January, February said no... Cor- he, he, he didn't even say it was called the coronavirus. <laughs> Do you know what he said? It's apparently called the, the virus that comes from, you know, a different country. It comes from China or something. Uh, so he kept calling it that, and I was like, really? And it went to March didn't do anything and then cases started rising and then obviously as you said said it's not my fault from it was my my responsibility it's to it's not my fault and then you know it's just been a really bad mess of howling to deal with like covid and stuff and i think it's nice to talk about the presidential debate because this was quite (sighs) This was quite a fun to watch. <laughs> I Which feel. I mean, I mean, I watched all of them, and the first one was Biden trying to say, well, you want to make American black, and then Trump just kept interrupting, and it was like, shut up!
1: <laughs> uh, yes, I agree. I could not believe that he just... He- The point of it was he didn't want Biden to get a word in. He didn't Mm. want any real policies to be heard because Trump doesn't have anything. He doesn't have a single thing. His, he's, he says that there's a plan for everything, but there's no plan for anything that he said that there was a plan for. Um, I was watching him talk about his, um, his new updated healthcare plan, but he, Was no plan he just basically said you are protected and then that was that and says it's better than Obamacare and he said this has been in works and he's been and it's coming out in two weeks it's coming out within the next week and he's been saying that for four years Hmm. so I'm just a little confused as to what is coming um and if it's going to come I don't think it will Hmm. come by the time maybe maybe because they wanted to push Amy Cohn Amy Coney Barrett and I think that that was a scare tactic because they wanted more conservatives in the Supreme Court because I think that they're about to lose the Senate and the presidency so the Supreme Court can kind of hold everything down and that's why I think that that's why they elected her because they know they they lost the election and democrats are going to take over congress
0: yeah, the because it's speaking. it's just looking more and more like likely by the minute and i think he didn't really like i remember he was talking about um, obviously see the health plan like uh you know unemployment and it just it didn't make any sense like with the biden you could see more of a a future more of a logical plan so like for example, regarding healthcare, he would be like, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. With unemployment, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. With poverty, uh, you know, people being homeless, or even with food poverty as well, as that's really important right now, he's gonna, he said we're going to do X, Y, and Z. So you can see with the two, you know, two opposition parties, there's one that has no vision or has no idea like what they're talking about or not talking about it logically and you have the other one that's talking about it logically but has a plan um something about like one year two year three year four year that's what real progression is moving a country forward not saying like oh we've got this thing one week later we've got it all three months later we've got it all where is it
1: (laughs) that's what we're all wondering um so yeah i I agree and I I in no way think that Biden is perfect. I don't think any person coming in is perfect to run the country. I think that there are flaws in everything, um, in every single plan. And I know that, but Biden actually has a plan and yes, you can kind of tweak those things when you go in to actually make this happen. And that's completely fine. And I also love the idea that when Trump was saying something about how um, you are just going to follow what all of the Democrats are going to say, you're just doing what AOC wants you to do. You're just doing Mm. like what Kamala wants you to do. And he's like, I'm running for president. It's me. I am running for president, Joe Biden. I'm not following them. I'm doing what I want to do. And I Mm. loved that. I love yeah. that because it does it seems like it seems like a lot of this is very run by a bigger person than even joe um I, it feels like that in both parties that there's someone that's kind of controlling everything in the background um i do think that it was kind of a mutual decision and i think that um Regarding who was going to actually run the Democratic um, nomination to go against Trump, I do think that there was a decision there. But I do think that I I, I have a feeling that Bernie and Elizabeth Warren said, no, I'm not going to do that. And I think Elizabeth obviously dropped out after she knew she wasn't going yes, to And then Bernie, I think Bernie was like, if Elizabeth would have dropped out a day earlier or a few days earlier i think bernie would have held it um but i think there was a mutual decision that the democratic party all came together with and had said that joe is the one that could beat trump joe is the most likely to beat trump and that's because he's going to be bringing in a majority of the obama voters because obama Mm -hmm. was such a well-respected president i understand that he is again he's also not a perfect president i understand that he's not as great as we all once believed he was because we've all learned we were all younger when we loved obama but he he had good he had good intentions and a good heart um i think that um we need to follow through and go with the next best thing and i think that joe i i don't think joe is a bad person i don't I think that he's gone through an immense amount of trauma and loss and pain that I don't think a lot of people could go through. To lose a son and then to have another son going through hardcore addiction, that's, I, my mother was, it was an alcoholic and she's recovered, but to know, to, to go through that is very hard and it takes a lot off of you. Yeah. Um, and so he's gone through so much so like when people are saying oh he sniffs kids and he um he kisses kids i think that it's more of like an embracement because he he loved his kids so much and he he obviously lost one and i think that he has so much love for children and i don't think it's anything weird i just don't i think that he just doesn't really know how to contain it and I, yeah to, but, yeah cause it, mm. it comes off weird but I don't th- I think it's just a he's just he's embracing children because he loves them so much and because he's lost one of his own mm. um, I think that that's where that's coming from um, again I can't I can't say that that's his full intention because I don't know what's going through his head but mm. um, I at least I hope that's what it is
0: I think Yeah, I think I agree with you. And I think with, like, um, with Joe, even though, like, you know, with all the losses he's gone through and, you know, the traumatic incidents, like, it reminds me of abandonment when I got, like, abandoned by, like, uh, one of my, you know, like, mothers at the age of two. And basically, you know, abandonment and, you know, all these events that go on in your life is what makes someone stronger, I believe, because it just gives them more, strength if that makes sense because it just tells them that I've been through this and so this will be not like a breeze but it'll be a challenge but I will pass it but what I like about Biden is that he's been there before because obviously as you said with Obama he was like the vice president to Obama like and at one point because we all loved Obama they were like best friends (laughs) They still are and they were like besties just playing golf and stuff like that I mean just like it was quite. It was quite chill, and even like, I think they shot a few videos, and they were just like showing, you know, showing love to each other, and it was, it was actually really, really sweet and kind-hearted to see. Yeah, I, I just loved it, and I think that's where people want to go for Biden, not just because of logic, but he understands, you know, emotion as well, and yeah that's
1: what I have to say I want to back up I don't know how much time you have in these podcasts um, but I do want to say that I'm so sorry that you went through what you did Mm -hmm. um, when you were younger no one no one not a single person deserves that and I think Mm -hmm. that um, you are so strong for even bringing that up and talking about it so I just wanted to let you know that I am Really grateful that you even trusted me to say that to me, to know that you went through that. So I'm, um, I'm so sorry that you went through that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm, and to see that you're the positive person that you are today
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. with going through what you went through. Like when you told me that I started to tear up because like, I couldn't, you are just so lovely. You have no idea like I'm crying and I don't know I'm just I'm crying because like you are so kind-hearted and like for you to go through what you did and still have that loving soul Mm. is so we 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 hope that people don't have to go through that to be this but we need more people like you in this world
0: yeah, and we so need, I... obviously need more people like you and more people like, you know, like, um, obviously like Joe and you know, America and everyone else. And I just feel that once this election has finished, I hope the right person is picked. And, <laughs> 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 um, we can actually go forward and actually progress as a proper not just a nation but as a collective and then go forward and actually bring back a bit of positivity and kind of at least extinguish a little bit of this division negativity out of america because it's really personally it's really like ugly to see and it actually just it, it Sorry, Um, it upsets upsets me to see that that is, you know, happening.
1: Yeah, because so many rights are being taken away from so many different individuals, women's rights, um, Mm. black individuals, um,
0: trans even, like people who you know transgender.
1: Um, one of the most important people in my life is actually trans. Actually, they are the most important important person in my life. And when these things go into place, my heart just breaks because I know that this person is completely just heartbroken to see that their rights are going to be stripped away little by little as this president continues to do it. It's just unbelievable. The one thing that I just can't get into my head because I've done research on this um, is how, if someone wants to serve the country that you are living in, how are you to restrict them? And I I did the research to see the funds needed if a trans person was to go into the military and it's 0.03% of the military funds. But, let me tell you that they spend eight percent of the military funds on Viagra for what? S- Yes, I'm not kidding. Like this is literal. I, I've d- I had to do a um, communications like report on it. So I had yeah. to do actual research that is completely true. Unbelievable. Like they spend more money on Viagra than having a trans individual serve our country. And that's with, like, the uh, medical care and everything. So, obviously... And the... It, it is expensive mm. um, for hormones, for the... hormone. I'm sorry. I can't speak. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, it's fine. For the You're hormones, doing
0: good. You're doing good.
1: Um, for the hormones, um, because I've, I've seen the bills. Um, but... I, I can't imagine why anyone is spending that much money on viagra in the military when you can have someone that's physically capable and able to serve in the military to do it for 0.03 percent of the funds makes yeah. absolutely no sense
0: uh so i kind of agree with you on that because that uh, when you told me that that i was like What? That's because it's really freaky.
1: Maybe it's zero point eight percent, or because I know it was like something just so much bigger than zero point zero three, like just so much bigger than that.
0: Plus, there are you know there are there are like physical people that you can train up even to go into the military. I mean, it can't be that tricky. It's just, it's baffling why that much percent of the rest of it is being spent on the Viagra. I'm like, what?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You really look it up, I swear by it. It, it's, It's such a weird percentage. I just, I'm not sure if I have like the complete numbers correct, but it is, it is a much bigger percentage. Um, so Trump's excuse for it was that, one, you don't know if your hormones will deter your mind and your body. And then number two, the expenses of the hormones to obviously transition. Um, although, let me just say, like, whole, you don't need hormones to be trans, by the way. Like, I just want to add that in, too. You don't need to be taking any medication to be trans. Like, you are valid regardless of what hormones you're taking. But let me go back to what I was saying. Um, um, but he said it was the money being put into it and that he didn't really he does he doesn't think that trans people who are on hormones are physically capable of doing it because it messes with your body so much and your mind so much because it can um cause you to be more emotional or a little more angry which i I, i've also again i've seen but um Mm. psychologically on the studies There's absolutely nothing that hormones can do to make you physically incapable of serving in the military. Um, And that's a a real psychological study that has been made. And um, so it was just him being very transphobic. And that that was the purpose of it all. He didn't want trans people in there, but he did say, well, if you are you've already transitioned and you aren't starting hormones while you're in the military, or you haven't started hormones at all and you don't plan to start hormones, then you can join, or you can join after you've been on hormones for a long time, I believe is what it was, but you couldn't go in and then start the hormones. I It was what it was. Um, I think I, I think I have to go back and like refresh my mind because it's been about two years since I've done this research paper mm. um, and I haven't looked it up since but it, it was something really weird where he just didn't want them to have to pay for the medications or them having to go through the beginning process of starting the hormones mm,
0: it's, yeah so it's really really odd <sighs> I mean, <laughs> that's just, I <laughs> uh, that's not that's, that's just like, I'm surprised, i just baffled why you'd spend that much percent on, you know, Viagra, and you'd percent, spend like, 0.3% on something else, and as you said, you know, it doesn't affect how someone is, do you know? Right. Everyone, everyone has their right to be whatever they want to be you know you can you know you can be like a young boy being like batman or something or you can be you know you can be trans you can you can literally be anything so it it doesn't matter the future opportunities are endless um i'm so sorry no no it's fine you go go for it
1: um i think that that's what we're all fighting for is for people to essentially be everything that they are um for those who are non-binary they also deserve to be accepted and respected um that's i'm not i'm not too educated on those who are non-binary and i am going to be doing more research because my best friend is actually not out but will be coming out i'm not gonna obviously give any names but um They are so amazing and I wanna educate myself more. Um, Obviously, from now, even me being uneducated, I'm always going to respect anybody and their pronouns and love anybody for whoever they are. I just wanna educate myself a little more. Um, But I feel like non-binary is at least a little new to me. So I imagine maybe it's new to a lot of other people. Um, Mm. It's new to the aspect like, I didn't really know what non-binary was um, seven years ago, I guess, I would say. That's what I mean by new. Um, So I think that a lot of older people are going to have a hard time understanding that. Um, I was trying to talk to my grandpa about it the other day, and he was like, that's stupid. And I was like, "Mm, of (laughs) course, I'm I'm just trying to like, he has his own mindset, I can't change it. He does whatever he needs to do, and I—if I argue with him, he'll start yelling. So oh. it, it, or he has that monotone voice. He has that white male voice that he—if he just speaks a little louder and he talks over you, he wins the argument. No matter—he could be saying something about the freaking Teletubbies, and he wins. Because <laughs> like and I'm so oh, serious it. about it because he, his voice—he'll just raise it a little more and he'll talk oh, over it. you, and that's just. So I just, every time he says something that is against everything that I believe in, I'm just, I give up. I just, I give up because there's no changing. it. He, no offense, but he's literally like Trump. When I listen to my grandfather speak, yeah, he sounds just like Trump. So that's what I, that's what I mean. I just, you can't put any reason into it because he'll always argue back. You, no matter, like I just watched that 60 minute interview last night because I yeah, just wanted to, what Trump yeah. to say, and no matter what he always had to argue back no matter what it was there was absolutely no reason for him to argue all the time again I don't know how long you have on here and if mm. you are um, on a time limit but I again I talk so much so if you ask me no that,
0: you've got you plenty know. of time you know
1: okay I just want to make sure that it's not something where I have to like speed up the answers because that's fine I'm okay with that um but just tell me if you're like oh like we are gonna end this in 25 yeah, minutes no no, no no
0: no 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 it's fine go for it go I for do. it
1: I talk so much um but okay go ahead I'm so sorry
0: but yeah no I get what you mean I guess like I guess you can't really like change the person within like you know, your, you know, your grandfather you know I guess they'll have their own views obviously, like, I'm with you, I'm with you, like, your views and against everything that's, like, transphobic and homophobic, but you can't really change the person, unfortunately, and that's what it is, I guess. Um. Right.
1: Um, I think that that's he, so my significant other is, um, is trans. Mm. So he, um, my grandfather didn't really believe in it prior. He got into an argument with me over milita- like the military stuff with trans people. And of course I'm angry and it turned into a big thing. But then my grandpa was like, my grandpa's also a therapist. So the fact that like he was against all of that made no sense to me. So um, my grandpa was like, hey, can I steal your boyfriend and kind of do an interview so I can understand his mind. I want to know and he had all good intentions. He was trying to educate himself fully on the topic as a way to like show me that he is trying. And you know what? Hunter was like, "Okay, let's let's do it." Hunter did it and my grandpa came back upstairs and he was like that is he he is all man everywhere in the brain and he was under like in the brain he was like that is that is a man he has absolutely no feminine features at all when he's speaking to me that is all man is what he was saying and Mm -hmm. i i i loved hearing that from him due to him being so against it and now he defends trans people all of the time and it's because he's grown such a love for my boyfriend and such a respect for my boyfriend and that means everything but not everybody is going to have the opportunity to be exposed to that so yeah. these people who are very transphobic are always going to be transphobic because they're not exposed to it you know what i'm saying
0: yeah so, i can yeah, yeah
1: if my gra- if i never started dating my boyfriend i don't know if he would have ever changed his views um mm-hmm. because he wasn't exposed to it and he also didn't see that. It's not about me when I say this but the pain that I felt knowing that my boyfriend was discriminated against all of the time and it was the pain that I felt from him feeling pain not because like I'm necessarily being affected but because my best friend in the entire world is hurting mm. so of mm. course that hurts me um, and that's why I fight so hard because that and my best friend being bi- non-binary and just in, I just being a person that knows other people are going through discrimination and hatred, mm-hmm. and I think that it's so crazy because one of the things that is the biggest problem that I think most Republicans have is these things don't affect them, so they don't care. and if I lived with that mindset I guess trans like if the trans situation doesn't affect me personally, like me but it affects my boyfriend so I will fight whereas I am not a black person and I understand the privilege that I have but I'm going to fight because many thousands of black people are getting killed by the policemen the people Mm. that are supposed to protect them and if i the point is is just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean it's not happening and that people tend to literally shut their eyes and close their ears because they don't want to hear it because it doesn't affect them if and that's what we're talking about with privilege and i understand my privilege that i have and i will always always fight for what is right no matter Mm. what i don't care what happens to me in the process
0: because mm. i
1: think i i i can't i can't just because it's not happening to me doesn't mean it's not mm.
0: hurting other and, people
1: I can't, I can't i can't yeah and i kind
0: of agree with you on that one because um first of all i have a lot of trans friends as well so i usually tend to sometimes i don't write posts publicly but I sometimes i tend to just like you know, speak to them and I tend to, because I'm educating myself more, more and more on, you know, people who are fighting gender rights and finding out about the whole topic um, a lot, because I I know a, a lot about it, but there are some bits that I just don't know about it, so it kind of affects me, and the the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, which has been a huge movement,
1: Right. Um,
0: People over here have been saying it's an American issue. I'm like, nope, not just an American issue. It's, a, right. it's like a worldwide issue, uh, because that sort mm-hmm. of, of brutality brutality. Uh, people in the UK, uh, a lot of white like, supremacists especially, tend to say that it's an American issue when there's a lot of brutality that does happen here. It's just yeah. not spoken about. And then there's some there's even been protests in Australia as well and other places so it's like it's not just like these issues are just like you know born in one country they're born everywhere it's like a a worldwide issue in other words
1: and what's I guess when I say cool I don't mean cool like this shouldn't be that this stuff shouldn't be happening we shouldn't Mm. have to protest to protect black lives we shouldn't we should automatically know we have to protect black lives
0: Mm.
1: but but the fact that this is happening in America and it's exploding so much to where you're at and it's shining light to the brutality that's going on in your country is again, like, when I say great, I don't mean great that this is happening. I mean, it's great to know that it's shining light elsewhere as well. Um, Mm. Because, again, it shouldn't be happening at all. There's no reason why we're not protecting black Mm. life in any way, shape, or form. It's unbelievable that this is even a conversation in 2020.
0: Like, what
1: the the heck?
0: The crazy stuff's happening in, like, 2020. And I think, yeah, that's pretty much that and i think now you know everyone's all combined together i actually wanted to talk to you about um, now something else which is uh something pretty different so as you know you run a fitness motivation page <laughs> yes yes um, <laughs> um so first of all i really like that page because uh i um have been. I'm naturally. I'm quite. I'm quite slim, so I don't really like need to burn a lot of stuff. Right. But I've noticed there's there's been this crease line above my stomach, and I'm like, if Mariah can do it, so can I. So I started following your tips and stuff like that, and just started like you know exercising and just seeing how you've transformed has been like amazing, and I think now um is like a great time game fair because you see all these people like showing how they're losing you know weight making these incredible transformations i think it's great to you know uh, promote body awareness and that everybody is perfect don't you think
1: oh yes um i think that a lot what social media does to people is the people who are in the limelight are those who have such a perfect body and although some of those bodies are worked for some of them are also paid for if that makes any sense and so this is an unrealistic expectation for those who don't have the money to be able to have those modifications to their body and um, I think it's so important that people are to see the realistic side of what weight loss is and the realistic side of um, just bodies that are very similar to the normal type of per- person that doesn't have all of the money in the world. And um, I think I'm absolutely not anywhere where I would like to be. I still want to lose, I would even say about 100 pounds, maybe 90 ish. I still, I'm still working on where I want to be. Um, and I, but I think that it's so important for me also to realize that I'm not perfect. I'm
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. never, I'm never going to be perfect. Um, and it's just, I'm just so, I think that a lot of people need to see that, that, the perf- there is no perfect body, I guess.
0: Um, Yeah, because I kind of agree with you, because, uh, you know, all bodies come in all different shapes and sizes, and I don't think, like, to have, like, the perfect body, because you look at, like, you know, you know, the Kardashians and the Jenners, and you know those sort of like standards were just like you know as you said like uh, paid for but obviously you know they have professionals to they work with to maintain that shape and they actually do have the money to you know afford that and a lot of people don't so okay. i think so spending jealousy, you should just focus on yourself and how perfect your body is and it's very important to love yourself as well uh because i think everybody is great you're not going to achieve like you're not going to have like amazing, you know, curves and have like this super natural athletic fit, you know, uh, body You'd be like, oh, look, I'm going to look like this or look like this unrealistic person because it just, you won't be able to afford it and it just, you know, isn't feasible. So I guess just loving yourself and, you know, just being within your own element is yeah. the best thing. and. I wanted to ask you is there any five tips that you have um in order to get someone who wants to you know you know get active or get fit again in terms of
1: um the first one i would say is modification you don't have to take away all of the foods that you love you want to eat, because if if you stop eating those foods altogether, you're going to have a relapse and you're going to eat and eat and eat. And I'm a binge eater. I actually have to take medications to stop myself from binge eating. Um, So if I don't eat like small portions of the foods that I love, I'm going to eat a bunch of it. I feel like that's the first one. Number two, um, do it. Think about it in your head for your future health. Because the foods that you're putting in your body today are going to affect you later on. Um, If you're eating really healthy foods, your body's gonna be in a good place years from now. But if you're eating really bad foods, you're gonna gonna run into heart problems, uh, kidney problems, um, liver, whatever it may be. And that's kind of what starts to, you gotta kind of remember that your body is affected by the foods that you're eating today and I think that that's that that's what I remind myself all of the time and Mm. I don't necessarily I, I and another thing do not look at the scale and I know that's something a lot of people say the scale I have been the same weight for probably the past two months but I'm I see that I'm losing my like actual inches I don't so that's my muscle that's coming in. But I'm still, I'm not losing actual weight. There was another thing that I saw on TikTok is that you don't actually see full results until nine months later yeah. after you start your journey. So if you're looking for results within a day, it, you know it's not going to happen. It's just kind of something, it, you have to go with the consistency. And you're also allowed to have bad days. You're allowed to have good days. Like I was telling you earlier, how I have arthritis in my fingers. So some days I I just... I don't have it in me because my body is hurting so bad. Um, And you're, you're not a failure because you miss a few days to work out. You just always step back in because you don't, as long as you're, from what I saw, is as long as you're working out three to four days a week and you're doing at least a half hour, you should, you should be okay. And you're, sorry, this is a long thing, but your journey isn't going to be like the next person's journey. I have to remind myself all of the time, people are doing the same workout programs that I'm doing and they're losing 30 pounds within two months. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I wanna lose 30 pounds too. But the problem is, is my journey is different. I am suffering with arthritis. My body hurts all of the time. They're not suffering with that. My journey is gonna be different because my I'm I'm fatigued because of the the disease that I have and I'm tired and I'm I I have I, I just know that my journey is going to be different from the next person's due to the things that are going on in my life. And if you're not losing weight so much quick so quickly like the next person. And it's because of the things that you're eating, take a step back and kind of realize what you need to do to fix it. But make sure not to cut out everything that you love. Just eat it in moderation because otherwise you're going to go back and you're going to lose it. And also, know that it's not going to be just a diet. Like this needs to be a full lifestyle change, not just a um, not just something where you're doing it for 30 days and you're done that's not how this works mm. so it is like it's a lifestyle change sorry i am done
0: no it's fine um, i mean it's just you know it's just great to see people even people like you just doing like what you can to you know not just to get active again but to be an inspiration to others and that is a very very good thing to do especially in this pandemic because i think a lot of people need that uh, motivation and i think even with a right diet as well like i think it's just important to eat uh fruit you know vegetables and yes. just to keep your body you know in shape like it's all right to have a little bit of a, you know junk food once in a while you know it's nothing bad without that you can have some takeaway <laughs> but i think it's also nice to keep that balance as well of healthy stuff to you know uh your uh pleasures if that's food pleasures i i, I don't know some uh, something like you i guess you get what i mean i'm sure. yeah. i'm trying to say the word but sometimes i tend to just like not say it instead of just saying it <laughs> so yeah um i think the the last thing is so obviously we're both fans of Selena, so this was gonna happen at one point because I've always wanted to talk about this. Um, so, first of all, what actually made you a fan of um, Selena?
1: It started, I was always, when I was little, I was always on YouTube. I was maybe eight or nine, maybe? I don't remember. It was 2007, so I don't... Yeah, I would be, I was about 10 or 11. So, I was always on YouTube and I remember going on Demi, Selena, Miley and it was Miley and Mandy. So them, them three all had their own YouTube channels and then I would see that Miley and Demi always collab. No, not Miley and Demi, Selena and Demi collab and they just all became my idols. And then um, for some reason I got mad at Selena because she was feuding with Miley on Hannah Montana <laughs> it was stupid <laughs> and I was, it was because Miley came out first so of course I loved Miley first and then of course um there was that like grudge that I had against her because she stole Nick Jonas from Miley as if that even mattered to me <laughs> yeah. or, um, oh, oh. I obviously I had bought Selena's first album mm. and then I think my first, like my full love, came to her when Round and Round came out. But I initially, I again, I owned the first album once the first day it came out. I, um, Kiss and Tell. I have always loved Selena, and I, um, but I think that when I got into the fandom, it was Round and Round. Once, yeah, once Round and Round came out, and then I made a Miley and no Selena and Demi. Fan page on Twitter, and that's what started it. Oh
0: 2008, nice.
1: Yes, 2008. Yes, it was a wow. long. Wow, yeah.
0: that's, that's 12. Damn, 12 year anniversary, yes. 12 year anniversary. So your your 20 year anniversary is in oh, it's 2028.
1: Wow, <laughs> uh, to think that like I've been a fan of hers since damn. 2028. Wow, I mean not since 2028, but for 20 years in 2028.
0: Ages. That is cool. That is quite you know, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, so I actually started becoming a fan, when did I start Man, I'm not quite sure, but I think it's, it's not when she was on Barney because actually when I was small I used to watch Barney quite a lot, um, <laughs> I used to even dance to her at some point. <laughs> um, and I know it was like, uh, it was Selena and it was Demi, I think, Demi? Murato on Barney, and yeah. basically, I just used to watch that show a lot. But I don't think it was just because I just liked the show. But I think it truly happened when I think Selena came on Wizards, and with basically Wizards and Waverly Place, and that's when it all happened because she always liked you know that just that poor cool teenager, and she was just such a lovely person to you know be around her energy was really cool as well and she's she's quite goofy but i kind of like that <laughs> and i think the first ever album I, I listened to um uh to her first album but i but i think the first ever album that i really fell in love with was uh so it was selena gomez and the scene their first album which came out uh i think was it 20 was 12 13. Um,
1: Kiss and Tell came out, I think, in 2009 or 2008, which was the first Selena Gomez in the Scene. Yeah. Um, the second one was A Year Without Rain, and then the third one was We On the Night. No, We Own the Night. Well, let me make sure. I always get the two mixed up, so please bear with me. <laughs> yeah. on the night, or
0: because um... either Kiss and Tell or We Own the Night, that's I was one of those two. That oh, I was sorry. On. Oh, it's fine. <laughs>
1: Adele just came on. Okay, hold on.
0: Oh, bless. <laughs> I was speaking of Adele, did you see how uh, weight loss transformation? Like, damn. I was like, yes. whoa. Like, Abby- what? She, she like lost a lot of weight. I was like, whoa, Adele, this is a big transformation. Now I was like, really happy because. Adele is just Adele. No words. You don't need to even describe it. It's, she is truly amazing, though. But I was like,
1: um, amazing. Um, your 2011 album is um, the Selena Gomez in the Scene, and it's When the Sun Goes Down. I always, it's We On the Night tour
0: yeah, for that
1: album, and that's what always confused me. Um, but When the Sun yeah. Goes Down is the album
0: yeah yeah that album uh, when the song goes down that was just like i think that was the first album that i listened to but i think the first album i uh, like officially bought wasn't because i was young and i was like poor so i didn't have a lot of money um right. so i think the first album was uh revival i think i bought revival um as the first uh, album uh, that came out because i kind of liked a lot of the songs on there especially like um uh, Kim McInnes was one of them, that was one. And then there was. Um... Oh my god, oh no. I should know this as well. Oh, that's it. Um, uh, Good for you as well. That was another one as well. And there was one more. Uh, you see, some of these uh, slow down, that's it. And there was just like.
1: Stars Dance.
0: Oh. I always get those two mixed up and I don't know why.
1: It's just like me with me on the night and when the sun goes down, so it's fine. (laughs) So I think that was the first...
0: I know, right? That was the first album that I bought, and then we went... I think I went to a show in 20... It was either in 2016 or 2017, I'm not sure, but around that time when she was touring.
1: Sorry, I just... No, I'm sorry.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no. Did you say 2016?
1: Yes. (laughs) yes
0: <laughs> yeah yep um so yeah. i went on like i went to see her live um unfortunately like i didn't have many friends back then so i went alone so i was like okay just go and find out so i was just vibing alone which, yeah it, it was an amazing night to be honest um, i kind of loved it and i think after that obviously there was like This is the great thing about Selena as well because obviously she had like you know obviously like her own like personal problems and then she went into into rehab Um, and I think this is where you know it really helped her in the sense of recovery and that's what um, people with mental health um, could need as well like just help with understanding their emotions and you know understand what they're going through and to help with recovery and that's when obviously the next album came out which was Rare, um, which I think is probably her best album that she has ever created by, I think, a long way. What about you? I can say that you're like, mm, I don't know about that row here.
1: No, there was a, there's a fight on Stan Twitter all the time about whether Revival or Rare is better. Mm, I personally yeah. think Rare is not a single bad song on Rare. Revival, on the other hand, I don't like Rise. Um, I think that Rise is kind of boring. Um, I'll probably get a for it, but it's fine. But, um, Revival, I'm not really a big fan of Kill em With Kindness. Oh, Just, interesting. Don't, yeah, don't kill me, it's fine. I won't,
0: I won't. No objections. <laughs>
1: But Revival also has my favorites, and Rare doesn't necessarily have my favorites, like, by her on it. So um, I get it, but I think Rare also doesn't have a single bad song. So I'm really just in the middle. I think that they're both really good albums. Yeah. Yeah. but lose you to love me i don't think anything could ever top it but i do th- i do agree where i think rare is her best sounding album yeah. i think that the revival era was so much better mm. because obviously there was a tour there was so no, much like, more put into it yeah. there was actual promotion mm. there was um mm. i
0: don't know
1: i just i really I love that era. I think it's more sentimental to me because I obviously mm. met her a million times on that at tour, and um, it was just. I, I just think revival amazing. era is amazing to me.
0: Yeah, and I kind of, I kind of get that because with you know with the vibes that came with it and you yeah. know, meeting Selena and stuff like that, I just think um, revival. I don't really have anything to say about revival. I think revival was really good as well, but I think for me personally, rare is more like more sent more personal and sentimental in the way that some of the tracks have been like because you've always got some personal tracks about you know uh relationships and that kind of reminds me of my fight relationships with my family you know, and some of my friends and then there are some poppy songs as well some cool little dance tracks i think it's got a little bit of everything and it's 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 unfortunate it's actually happened in a year where there's pandemic yeah because you know there would have been a, like a lot for because I think this album's really it's not you know it's not like loud or anything boppy it's just very it's smooth but it's more I take a lot of inspiration in it in the way that it's shaped my life for you know the better obviously I liked revival um, but this one was just it was something different it it spoke something different to me if that makes sense
1: and that's awesome. I love that because I love that you're having that feeling with her, her music. I think that that's the point of her releasing these albums is because she wants you to feel these emotions and feel the positivity and um, kind of see what she's going through and then see if it helps you with what you're going through. And I think that that's her entire heart and soul in that in, in to putting out any music. So I I like that
0: yeah i think that's just what the amazing whole thing about it is as well it's just (laughs) i'll just do the heart sign but yeah um what else i think with you know selena's just been like a big uh inspiration to me in not just a music sense but watching her on tv especially this year this year has been been a lot of stuff happening with films like this is the year and stuff like that uh obviously with rare on the cover of allure as well and yeah i think she and especially the stuff that she's been doing with voting as well because uh today um i think i don't know if you know about it but i'm pretty sure you do anyways but today um she did an interview with kamala harris Yep, you know, I thought I thought you wouldn't know anyways. Um, so she did an interview with Kamala Harris and has been doing a lot of uh, interviews regarding voting and regarding the presidential election and mentioning that she's voting for like for the actual first time um, because when she was younger she wasn't educated about all this stuff that was like happening within the voting system. So to see all this happening and advocate for mental health really speaks to me because There was one time that I nearly actually committed suicide in 2017 um, because I was struggling like uh, really badly so I was uh, yeah sorry I'm getting a bit a bit sentimental because uh, this happened three years ago and without her music and the advocacy and mental health and without you know the right people being there there would be no wrote it <laughs> and you know it it was a pretty much saviour and that it's kind of like kind of it's kind of the reason why i like Selena Gomez in the first place i just think she's a big big inspiration and the world needs more of Selena in that sense.
1: I'm so happy that you are here and i'm so happy that you've made <laughs> it out and i know that it's so hard um, because I've been in your position too. The first time I met Selena, so I have my "Love Yourself" first tattoo on my wrist because oh. I, yes, um, because I used to hurt myself, obviously, and on this wrist, um, hmm. but when I met Selena for the first time, I gave her my blades because I was making her that promise that I wasn't going to hurt myself anymore and she hugged me so tight and it was one of the most amazing things and i promised her i wouldn't do it again and i i really truly meant it and so when i talked to her she called it was like this random phone call thing but she Mm -hmm. called me and i was so proud to tell her that i had hit 10 a year a year clean when she called me And the sound in her voice when she told me that she was so proud of me, that I was still, I was doing so well, and that I was strong, that meant the entire world to me. And so the fact that she's also made that impact on you means the entire world to me, because she Mm -hmm. is so, everything she stands for, everything, just the amount of love she has for people, and the amount of effort she's putting into this mental health um these the mental health council that's involved in rare beauty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. means everything and i i'm so glad that she was that person for you and i'm so Mm -hmm. glad that you are here and you are alive i'm glad that Mm -hmm. you're you're okay and i i'm sorry
0: Oh no, no, it's fine. Um, I'm. I just want to say, I'm. i actually happy that you're here as well because I think you're. Uh, in, you're. You're pretty inspirational, and I think there's a lot of things that. Uh, you're like really good at. Like really kind, really positive. Uh, you know, you. I don't know how to describe it, but those are some of the words. That 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 if someone was to tell me what does Mariah sound like, I'm like, Mar- this is what Mariah is in a, in a couple of words. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, I think, as you mentioned, with the mental health fund that they're doing for um, Rare Beauty, I think they're doing with it with N A A I M or something like that um so or they're doing it with a charitable organization the okay. mental health campaign and i think the good thing about it is is that they're you know just promoting it because a lot of people this year have suffered from uh mental health and you know just suffered from massive massive struggles
1: so i was actually doing i i got i got a free bag from rare beauty because i attended this event so I just checked out with it. I mean, right before you and I got on here. And one of the things that it asked you is if you would like to make a donation to the Rare Beauty Mental Health Council. Um, I'm not entirely sure what it's called. I just know that they're together with the council. They have multiple people involved. But the fact that they have that as a way to check out and you get to change the pricing um that's also going to add on to the additional one percent that they're giving for each sale for rare beauty which is amazing so the fact that they are able to do that and um give give more because their goal was to do ten i mean 100 million dollars right or yeah it was a hundred million dollars too but within the next 10 years but i do think that they're going to achieve that way way quicker Mm -hmm. because this brand is already easily becoming one of the more respected brands yeah and
0: one of the more yeah yeah one of the more most important brands um i'm gonna have to just quick things up only because my laptop is going to crash and i'll be like oh no so um yeah, I mean, Red Beauty is just amazing in all that sort of sense. And, you know, they are becoming, I think they will, they will be one of the best beauty brands you'll ever see in a very long time. And the last thing I'm going to ask you before we actually head off is, what music do you like? It's just a random question. Um,
1: I like, I, I'm a big pop person. So anything Ariana, um, Selena, yeah. Taylor. Um, and then I also, I'm... I like, I love 21 Pilots and I love I don't, do you, Yes! Yeah. Dude,
0: I've got a poster, I'll send you a photo But I've actually got a poster of 21 Pilots I've got a shirt and everything And I've got yes. uh, some Selena merch coming As well, in November, I think So, send
1: yeah um, I'll yeah. send you my phone number You have an iPhone, right?
0: I have a Samsung no?
1: Okay, then I'll, we'll figure something out Because I just yeah, suck we'll it at looking at any any notifications, yeah,
0: just send, send me your you know details or whatever, and I'll try. Yeah,
1: okay. Um, and then all do you know who All Time Low is?
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: All Time Low is my favorite band of all time. Um, yeah, and then yeah, I would say that's about it. Um, Camila, yeah. I Bello.
0: but I'm really,
1: yes, I'm yeah. into the pop people. Um, mm. But yeah, Yeah, I think 21Squadness and All Things are my two favorite bands. I'm so sorry. I'm going to stop talking.
0: That is fine. We're going to cut it there now. Um, Everyone who's listening, thank you so much for listening. Um, Mariah, it was very nice to have you on here. Um, And yeah, we will hopefully see you guys later. Make sure to check out uh, Mariah's motivation page. And yeah, it was nice talking to you. Um... Uh, I've, mm. I've got to go now. Well, I think we've both got to go. I think you're going to go back back to doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to do what I need to do. So, yeah, thank you, Mara. You've been an amazing person. I truly love what you're doing. And see mm-hmm. you later.
1: I'll see you soon. I'll talk to you soon.
0: See you soon.
1: All right. Bye. Bye.